Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I'm your host, Carl Pierce, and today with us we have Richard Earlham. Hello. And today's episode, we are talking about what we've been watching the last week. It's been a long time since we've recorded an episode, really, hasn't it? <laughs> Feels like forever. We seem to always say that now, don't we? I know. It's like just once in a blue moon. Yeah. But we're, um, we're trying to keep it regular, aren't we? We are. Trying to have the old brown flakes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love um, flakes. I think we were going to do a little separate episode on this, maybe, but I think we just need to talk about it now, to be honest, Richard. The big one. Yeah. The big film. The, of the very big one. Slash year. Um, James Bond, No Time to Die. So we've both been the pictures separately, having me to see you. Yeah. Um, okay. Initial thoughts. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it, it's obviously massive spoilies. The the elephant in the room is the fact that Mr. Bond properly, properly dies. There is no way around this. There's no way. It's not like in Misery, uh, where she says she sees something going off a cliff, and um, and you, you think that somebody's dead, and then the next episode you see them just jumping off before the thing falls off the cliff. No. I think they made it very clear that there was an explosion right in front of him and it engulfed him. So yeah. he is dead. But um, yeah, so that was it's it's difficult to sort of come back from that and then think, OK, that aside, was it a good film? And and I think I'd need to watch it again to say that, to be honest, mm. um, because the whole of the film was sort of. um just gone because I'm thinking, hang on, is he dead? Is he really dead? Is what are they going to do? What? Um, but my way around it was that there is no bond is not linear, and I think we we've had a chat about this in work, haven't we? Bond's yeah. not linear. You don't need to see all the other films. They don't follow a timeline, and even Casino Royale's his first mission, isn't it? Yeah. So although it's like the 22nd film or something like oh, that, 20, maybe 21st. 25th. Oh, no. Casino, um, Casino yeah. Um, yeah. Although it's it's like well, well along. Um, it's really his first mission. So, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to watch it again. I'd like to watch it again. Give it a, mm. a time. Um, but I am amazed how they kept it from public knowledge. I didn't know about it, and oh. yeah, I, I, I'm still not hearing anything. I'm still not hearing any people discussing the fact that uh, that Mr. Bond is no longer with us. Um, yeah. But yeah, going back to the film, it's. I remember as we were driving to the cinema, I said to my wife, um, I said, I want to see a Bond film that's set in space, you know, good old fashioned <laughs> Bond film that's set in space or underwater, and then I said, or on an island like in The Man with the Golden Gun, and of course we had that. I felt like it was back to the good 70s, 80s, Sean Connery, Roger Moore era, the, the, the way the villain was, the settings, you know, it was that mm. um, mad, mad, mad fella, um, and he was just, it was a personal revenge on Bond, and he had this huge lair. And I thought, that was great, that. I loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I agree. I, I thought I thought it was brilliant. And obviously, the ending, though it was sad, 
it was yeah. very satisfying. Because, like we've said in the past, like is Daniel Craig's Bond the same Bond? Well, clearly now we know it's a totally different Bond, isn't it? You know, mm. um, that's its own little sort of storyline from Casino Royale up to No Time to Die. You can you can watch them, yes. and that's that's a series of there's five films, five films where it's it's a story and it runs through and it's the same fella and you know you see you, you see him progress through being an agent and obviously um, dying at the end. Um, so yeah, you're totally right. You don't need to have seen any of the older Bonds at all. Mm. But but if you have and you like those, it's still satisfying. It's still got all the bits that you want. Um, and he, he's a he's a brilliant Bond. He really has been. I mean, I I can see the success of this film with my mate Joey. My mate Joey has never really liked Bond. He, he used to watch them now and again, but like never really liked them at all. And when he seen Casino Real, it was just like eye opener. Like he loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said he's going to go and watch it this week. So he's looking forward to seeing it. But yeah, it's it's. I thought it was a good film. I know, obviously, with with the the ending, if if if, if ignore the ending, it's it's still. I think it's still a good Bond film. It's a bit of a yeah. different Bond film, you know, because he's a bit, yeah, he's a bit more mopey, isn't he? Um, well, he, he's got again spoilers. He's he's got what he turns out to he finds out to be his daughter in it. Yeah. Um, and it's the first one aside from um oh George Lazenby when he on gets married. Majesty's Secret Service. Secret Service, yes. Aside from that one, it's the first one where he kind of finds true love. I know you could say that about Casino Royale with Vespa, Vespa Lind. Mm. Um but I think he realised that maybe that, that wasn't to be. Uh, I, I don't know. It was like a scab that he kept scratching at. Um but you know, if he's had a kid with this person, but the the way she says she's not yours, she's not yours. <laughs> when, when we first see the child, um, yeah. But yes, it, it it was, yeah, it was mopey, but it had it 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 really did go back to the original Bond that that feel. I I can't say that enough, um, but. One thing that apparently, apparently as well, my daughter, we haven't seen it with, with Maddie, my daughter. Um, one thing that it said at the end is that James Bond will return. Now, it didn't say 007 will return. It says James yeah. Bond will return. And then I did a bit of digging and it says they're after that they are, you know, uh, what's her name? Broccoli. Um, oh, Albert Broccoli's daughter. Barbara Broccoli, I think. Yeah. Is after they're, they're already looking for a new Bond. Mm-hmm. Um so, but also the fact that that there's been a lot of talk about should Bond be female, and every time I see that question, it's always the women who say no. The men stay out of it because you know they want to. You know, I'm not gonna. But the, the the female secret agent formula has never been successful. Mm. That there's been countless films. Um, there's been Salt with. Angelina Jolie, there's been Atomic yeah. Blonde with Charlie's Theron. Yeah. Hannah to a certain extent. Um yeah. with Saoirse Ronan. The and they've, they've they may have been like a one hit wonder, but they've never done a sequel. And mm. I remember when people were saying about Bourne, this is going to be the new Bond. Even that's fizzled out, hasn't it? I know they yeah. had a Bourne, they had a Bourne. I can't remember what it was. Legacy, um, wasn't it? Which, which yeah. was sort of a spiritual sequel. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't What's-His-Face, was it? I, I um, mean, I liked them, but they were never yeah. bombed. Well, 
I agree. I I was saying it to my dad because I was, went to pictures with my dad to see, and I, I was saying about it being about being a, a girl, the next one, or being um, you know, Idris Elba, and mm. we were saying that yeah, Idris Elba would be a brilliant James Bond. He would be brilliant. It it doesn't matter that he's a black man. It does not matter at all because. It, that's the character he can play. There's nowhere in like the original books that it says, oh, he's got to be white. Or I mean, there is um, what's the film? Is it Live and Let Die? There's a lot of like a lot of racist stereotypes in that book because I've read that book. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, Bond could be you know any any race you want. Now, could it could he be a woman? I don't think he could. I think you're right. I think it's it's got to be a different character. So we see 007. The man yes. looks to be taken over by a woman in the film. Brilliant, not a problem. But she's not James Bond. So if they're going to make okay. more films with her, I'm on yeah, board. Yeah. I'm on board. But she can't be called James Bond. She's got mm. to be called. I don't even know her name. I don't know her name was. But she's 007, and that's fine. Um, and if they do another James Bond, yeah, have another fella playing it. What have you? Doesn't really matter. But yeah, mm. so I, I'm a, I'm not for the gender swap in this instance because James Bond is a specific character yeah yeah whereas something like, like, like i've said before i mean like the ghostbusters that yeah. that i had no problem with them being women that is absolutely fine there's no there's no reason why they've got to be men and there's no reason why they can't be a mixture of men and, and male mm. male and female um so it's one of them I, i'm not I'm, I'm not on this camp of no james bond should be a woman but there's no reason why they can't do a spy film where the the, the spy is a woman yeah i'm, I'm all yeah. for that yeah but in terms of the film, just going back to the film, I was going to say, like, my mate Joey again, he said to where where'd you rank it out of the films? And I said, it's probably second best after Casino Royale, personally. Because I didn't really like, I, I, no, that's, that's not the wrong word, but I didn't love Skyfall like everyone else did. Spectre was a bit of a disappointment to me when I first seen it. But I think this this sort of recovers it. What do you think? Where would you put it? I, again, I wouldn't put it low. I would put it high, but I think that that would go higher once I see it again because, uh, as you know, I'm I'm a massive fan of. Or it's difficult to sort of like for me to have a bad Bond film, um. But what I loved about this one, as story aside, is that there were loads of little Easter eggs in there. There was the cars from different films, in yeah. the background when he was with Q. There was some motorbikes that I'm sure were in some dead, dead uh, early films, Sean Connery films, something <laughs> like that, I think. And I reckon if you go back and start to look at the detail, that there's more and more. That the Was the, the bulldog in there that was in M's office that got blown up and it was the only thing that was left and she hated it? I think I think that that was, <laughs> that was somewhere in there. Yeah, I did see pictures of like Judy Dench was on the wall, wasn't she? Yes, and yeah, yeah. The original yeah, that's the, yeah. the original M from the older ones was on the wall uh, as well. Yeah, and that's where um, I felt with all of those little nods to all the old films. That's where I thought, are they? Uh, when the ending happened, I thought, is that it? Are they telling us through all those little snippets and all those Easter eggs through it? That's it. We're done. But no, they're not. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was it was good from the start. Great chase scenes, loads of action. Um, Brilliant role with oh what's her name Anna de Armas I don't know. who was his 
she was she was the one who he met in the nightclub and she said oh, yeah. she had three, three weeks of training or something like that she was good there you're expecting, <laughs> you're expecting her to be sort of useless like in the in the live and let die film where she couldn't handle herself at all and she was absolutely brilliant um and she supported him really well and they bounced off each other really well where they were looking out for each other um but yeah i, I think it was very clever and it's something that's that they've always kind of kept um not up to date with threats but you know what i mean i mean we're getting into the stage where we're talking about nanobots and things like that yeah and genetic mutation that whatever um and you, you know it's not totally it's not sci. it's not like um black mirror sci-fi like wow this is well well in the future it's something that's um that could be happening and we don't know about it i'm not saying yeah. like as a secret weapon but um, you just don't know. I mean, we're yeah. getting bionic all sorts these days. Yeah, so, plausible. Yeah, in terms yeah, of that, yeah. you know, maybe not now, but certainly like down the line, you know, you could see things like that. Yeah, but yeah, right. as soon as that Blu-ray comes out, I'll be. But we can have a bomb night, I suppose. Uh, when the Blu-ray comes out, I'm going to be buying that. I would have thought that they would have maybe. Yeah, maybe it'll be a quicker release than normal because usually it's a good six nine months after it's on at the cinema until it's That's released normally, on. it feels like it's normally three months now it's, it's out Mate, quite quick yeah well yeah ho- hopefully but because they were delaying it and they kept talking about is this going to save the cinemas with this film um mm. i think that was a bit over the top but no i, I really enjoyed it but can't wait to see it again uh, i just yeah. want to let it sink in let it bubble away and percolate yeah. and see what comes out the other end well, another spoiler we haven't mentioned, which I, I was like, oh, at the time, was the death of Felix. Because when he yes, yeah. when he got shot, and I, I was thinking back to like the, the Timothy Dalton ones, because in one of them, doesn't he get his leg bit off by a shark or something? Yes, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's sort of like harking back to that. Will he survive or not? And then when he died, I thought, oh, no, this is, this is going to be, this is definitely Daniel Craig's last one because he's died. Mm. And when you bring Bond back, it'll be a different Felix or whatever you um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a sh- it was like because they were mates, like they were sort of you could tell they were mates, weren't they? You know, sort yes, of like yeah. And like, like never you say, seen that with Bond. Going back to Casino Royale, no, we've not, we've not, have we? We've not really seen any friends. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, he was, he he made a good appearance in Casino Royale, didn't he? When he made himself known, uh, when they were at the at the um, oh. At the, at the tournament. What oh yeah, poker. poker. Yeah. Blimey, that's it. <laughs> yeah, good. Good film, that one. Good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Recommended? Definitely. 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 Okay. What else have you been watching? Um, so to finish, to finish my very disappointing, um, so like view of vigil vigil finally came to an end and and i i really felt like i was sold a, a bit of a dog with this it you know line of duty finished trailer for vigil got all excited about it and i know i've talked about it in the last what we've been watching 
But uh, and my main gripe was about all the inaccuracies over the Navy and the submarines and, and everything like that. But put, let's put that aside for a second. I, I just felt like they didn't know what they were doing with the story. So uh, have you finished it yet? I haven't even started, to be honest. Um, right. Well, I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably I'll, give it a miss. Now, you, now you've said this, like, <laughs> I probably won't bother with it. Well, I won't do anything. I won't do any spoilies. But um, so it's it's too. Uh, everything's stereotypical in it. You've got and cliches galore. You've got the um, the, the the lead police woman played by Sir, sorry police officer played by Saran Jones. Is it? Yeah. Is that her name? Um, yep. Typical cliche. That's going to be my word during this. Cliche. <laughs> she's got troubled past. Um, very troubled past where she lost her husband in a very, very odd drowning accident because their car went off the road. Yet when she climbs out, she's on a beach and it's like, what's going on there? And this drowning accident is meant to have some sort of um, big, huge, massive impact on the storyline that she's got to go into a submarine where she's enclosed um but it just doesn't that's one of the many 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 things that i'm still finding faults about it um she ended up being bisexual but i just felt that this was a pure tick box for bbc you know it was oh we we need to get this in now you you and every all of our viewers will know that we're very not like that you know we're very um what do you call it like level-headed we we don't mind about but we're Open. not yes yes exactly yeah. but it it gave nothing to the storyline and it dwells on it for such a long time the love interest which not a problem with it but it just felt like they were they were doing it for a tick box as opposed to doing it for a reason which is like bad in a way mm. that th- they may be thinking oh yes we'll go for we'll go for this we'll go for this storyline but they weren't doing it for the right reason, which is which isn't right in my book. Um, so if uh, just being a devil can't forget not 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 seeing it. So if if she'd been straight in that and it'd been a straight relationship, would yeah. that would that have had any impact on the story at all? Would that would would you like or would you have to say, be, have the same opinion? It'd be exactly the same. It it would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have added or wouldn't have taken away to the story. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. What do they say? It's a means to an end. Is that the? Is that the saying? Maybe. Um, <laughs> not sure. But um, the the love interest is Jon Snow's wife. Um, you you know nothing, Jon Snow, who yeah. is sort of like the lead police officer on the land, and she's off at sea. But but even down to the actual filming of it. Do you remember ages ago where you'd have things like the camera crew being reflected in cars or in... We've got yeah. that going on. And it's like... Can you see them, yeah? What's happening here? The car draws <laughs> up and you can see the cameras following them. I thought that that was a thing from 10 years ago. There were other things that were happening like that. The basic... Um, I know there's a there's a word for it on IMDb, but, you know... Continuity. Not not that, but but basic, you know, camera and crew faults. Yeah. Oops. Um, 
Yes, yeah, things like that. There are other things going on, like, and it, the special effects are horrendous, really, really bad. Um, so I, I don't want to go on about it too much. And yeah, there you go. So that's my review of, of Vigil. Uh, and I thought the acting was was not great as well. Um, very standard. Very. Where I, I think when Lee talks about BBC Productions, that this is this is it felt like a Doctor Who thing from the seventies or eighties. That's what it felt and looked like. Mm. Um, and no rhyme or reason to what's going on. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe this is younger people writing for for the BBC. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I really feel I feel cheated by it. Yeah. Um, is that ten hours? So, of, whatever, six hours of your life you'll never get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for for the amount of hype that was on over it, mm. um, just bizarre things happening in it, things yeah. that don't make sense, things that you've got to question, and it's like nah. Um, but you know, BBC can do it. Line of Duty is a fine example of that. Yeah. So that that's my, my turkey, and that's vigil all done and dusted now. Excellent. Never going to speak of it ever, ever again. again. <laughs> uh, well, very, my very big film this this week obviously was Bond, but the other big film that we watched was on Disney Plus, and I was quite surprised that it was out already because I think it's still in the pictures. So it's Free Guy. Have you seen this one? Free Guy. Yeah. No. So it's Ryan Reynolds, and he is a non-player character in a video game, like a GTA, like a Grand Theft Auto game. Um, and so he lives his life in this city. And all this craziness goes on, you know, like it's it's people playing the computer game, basically. Um, you know, like the bank gets robbed every day and they all have their certain sayings they've got to do and they, they'll go down on the, on the floor and his best mate's the security guard in the bank and he works in the bank. Um, and, you know, the, the same thing happens all the time. You know, players come in and rob the bank or players come in and a jet and just like crash into the side of buildings but it's just not normal life so some like he walks past the shop and uh, uh, the, the the shop owner gets thrown out the window and he's like morning morning guy like it's just nothing and they just they is, carry is on it animated or no no it's 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 live action, it's really live action. right um so then one day guy sees a, a young lady played by jody comer so i know you're interested now because i know you like jody no she listens um, and basically, she's one of the players. And if they're wearing these glasses, the glasses give them the heads-up display. So he ends he ends up wearing one of the glasses, and he sees what what the players see. So he sees like all like the scores, or like a health pack, and you know little symbols like come to this mission and things like that. So right. he, he basically realizes he's within the game, but he's starting to fall in love with Jodie Comer's character. Meanwhile, on the outside world, Jodie Comer and another guy. They were um, programmers, and the person who made the game that Ryan Reynolds is in, guy, um, he stole their code, and he's got. They've got to try and get 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 the evidence that he's stolen their code and their AI. So it's a bit like it's a it's a combination of the Truman Show. Truman Show. Ready Ready Player ready One. Player One. Yeah. You know what? It was really good. It was funny. You could understand the story. It's nothing mm. new in terms of that. You know. It's not going to set the world on fire with with the story, you know. It's not the acting was brilliant. Ryan Reynolds is brilliant. You you watch him, he's dead watchable. Jodie Comer's brilliant in it. It was a bit weird at one point though because at one point when she's in the game, 
she's talking with an English accent. Not Scouse, by the way, but English accent. British accent, they say in the game. And in the real world, she's talking with an American. And I thought, have they made a mistake there that she's got a different accent? But then it turns out that she's got an accent for a reason. It's because she's changed their accent in the game for whatever right. reason. So there's a little bit of level of you know disbelief in there. But you know what? It's It works. Lorna's not into video games at all. And she could mm. follow the story and understood what was going on and was really into it. Um, there's a few good cameos in there. I won't spoil it who it is. You've probably seen them on Instagram already, for people who've seen it. Um, but yeah, there's a few good cameos in there. Um, but really, really, yeah, good, enjoyable film. Not, you know, as I say, not amazing. It, it's got 7.3 on IMDb. I think that's a good score for it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about right. That's good these days. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, really enjoyable. But I was really supri- surprised it's on Disney Plus, just on your normal package. You don't have to pay extra for it. And right. as I say, it's still in the pictures. Like, I went past the plaza today in Crosby, and they've still got it on. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend watching it. It's really good. Yeah. Good film. And what I liked was... The, the sort of video game aspect of it was very authentic. You know, obviously being into video games yourself, it was very authentic. It was very much like GTA. So, like, little things, like, in the background, you'd see the player characters, like, standing up and down, like, kneeling up and down, as if, like, they're just playing the game, pressing the button. And then sometimes a character would talk, like a big butch character or whatever, and then it'd go to the player in the real world, and it'd be like a little girl. You know, yeah. little things like that. It was, it, was, it was really funny. It was good. Um, so, yeah, I'd recommend that. Free guy. Give it a go. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, go on, next. Films, let's have a think. Um, we've started to, ha- Halloween films, so although Woo! I'm not a huge fan, <laughs> although I'm not a huge fan of the original Halloween, um, I've started watching them because they're on they're on Netflix, I think. Yes, um, and I always think it's just a little overrated. Maybe it's because you know back in what 78 it was it was quite groundbreaking but i'm watching it thinking you know why is this an 18 but of course we got the murder by a, a little kid basically in the in the opening scene um who's of course michael just gonna say jason then but it's not it's, it's michael, <laughs> uh, obviously michael myers um i remember watching it a while ago and thinking you wouldn't do uh, the worst thing for a film and me is for when I, I say you wouldn't do that, you wouldn't do that. And I think I probably was a little bit overcritical many, many years ago when I watched it. Um and, and it's better than I remember. So we watched Halloween, Halloween two, we've just watched it a couple of hours ago, we finished it off. And um yeah, I I, I do they they're, they're all right. I don't mind them anymore. Um wouldn't yeah. mind getting like a a couple more done before you know we we lead up to halloween itself um but I, my favorite was always halloween three uh which is the only one without michael myers in it um <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen two which centers on them very claustrophobic in the hospital obviously michael myers is after them um little twist to the story i didn't realize i, I don't think i don't think I've racking my brains. I don't think I've ever seen the second one because I didn't realise that Jamie Lee Curtis's character um, is his is his sister, but she was adopted at an early age, which is why. Because I kept saying, "Why is he after her? Why is he?" After? And that's why. Yeah. Because um, that was kept from the, the the doctor. Is that Loomis? Sam Loomis, Donald Pleasant's character. Oh. Um, so is, is, yeah, yeah, is he? 
Um, is that mentioned in the first film? Because I seem to know that, but I've only ever seen the first film and H two O, which is like a reboot, soft reboot. Yes, one. yeah. I don't, I don't remember it. No, because I was paying attention on the first film, and yeah, and Alex was watching it as well, and he didn't mention anything. So it was only revealed in the second, unless we re- both missed something really obvious. Mm. Um, but the second one's a lot more gruesome than the first. Um, Again, we're going back to these horrors, though, that are back in the 70s and 80s where there's not a great deal of swearing, which is, you know, I've gone on about this before uh, and, you know, my opinions on it. And it's just nice to have not constant swearing and swearing so-called when necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, So should be watching the third one soon, which is my favourite. And then I think it's just going to be back into the good old you know, Paranorman, Coraline, Classics. American Werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, get, getting back into the swing of things up to Halloween. And the, the last film that we watch for Halloween is, oh, blooming it, um, Nightmare Before Christmas because, is it Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. Is it that? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Because that's that sort of like then starts us off with the Christmas films. Uh, <laughs> sad, I know. But uh, I'm wondering, as with all of these films, the Jason films, the Freddy films and the Michael Myers films, is how far does it go before they just get rubbish? Um, Because, you know, I mean, that's happened with with a lot of them, um, especially with with some of the reboots. Um, It was Friday the 13th redone. I can't remember. Probably was. Yeah, but I, I love the original ones of those. Um, I've I've still never seen them. You know, I say this every no. year. I meant to buy them, and then because I don't think they're on any streaming platform, are they? They're not. They're not. Yeah, so I was going to buy them like a box set or something. But then now it's Halloween or getting towards Halloween. It's like, no, nah, don't bother because I'll be paying through the nose for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I remember them quite well because when um, I think I just finished my GCSEs. And my mum had had lasers on, laser done on her eyes. But this is back in the day where it used, it'd take about a week for you to recover. So I was just sitting there basically waiting on a hand and foot. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, well. And, and and I basically went through all of the Friday the 13th films. So they've got a funny little, you know, place in my heart, if you like. Yeah. Uh, as they, they got me through that boredom of sitting, looking after my mum. Um, well, she was she she was just going round with her eyes over her, her hands over her eyes. Um, Pan's Labyrinth, that's another good film that we'll watch as well. Awesome. Um, and if you've seen Pan's Labyrinth, you'll know why I said about hands over. The, it's that way though. Yeah. Way. Remember <laughs> like... the guy with the eyes. Uh, what a film. That's um, great so yeah, we're going to carry on with the Halloween films, um, as in the the film Halloween films. Yeah. Uh, you done you, anything? Have you have you watched any of the new one, like the new the newest Halloween or anything like that? I think I watched H two O and I didn't like it at all. But I feel that we're going to have to go through the motions and we're going to have to watch that one anyway in the yeah. next couple of days. Because the Halloween reboot, the Halloween reboot was out like two two years ago, I think it was now, wasn't it? And then Halloween Kills was meant to be out last yeah. year. So that's mm. out, like that's out this month sometime, probably Halloween. Um, so yeah, so. We'll see how that gets on. I know James is a big fan of Halloween yeah, films, yeah. isn't he? So yes, yeah. Um, me, well, I'm I'm doing my little side project, aren't I, with like, Carl's, Crazy Carl's Collection Cull. 
So I've jumped to my DVDs, which are horror films. Um, right. So I've got a few to watch. One like Black Sheep. I've got to watch that one. Um, I've seen that. Thing. Let's have a little look. I've got the mail. Let me just have a quick mutual. I've got to watch. These are, this is on my list anyway. So what have I got? Creep is, Show. Is Black Sheep. Creep Show. Yeah. Oh, Creep Show is good. Creep Show. Creep Show two is better. There you go. Creep Show. I'm just showing. Showing yeah. Not quite a horror, but Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. Sort of horror genre. There's Black Sheep. You, you just this is just a shameless plug, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> yeah, listen to the other show. <laughs> and uh, well, because I'm going through in like sort of semi alphabetical order, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter is the first one I've got to watch, which I know is a shit film. But anyway, well, <laughs> I'm gonna watch lot. it anyway. Blade, gotta watch the Blade films as well. Yeah, Child's yeah. Play, Cabin in the Woods. Love it. Yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing them. That's what I'm going to be doing. But in terms of Halloween, uh, I've started watching, finally, I've been saying this for years, started watching The Haunting of Hill House. Right. So right. I watched the first episode last night, um, and yeah, I'm on board. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I dig it. Um, it is good. It's, it's really creepy, really off-putting. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to be done really well. There's uh, obviously the last scene of the episode of episode one. If you remember it, when spoilers if you haven't seen it, but it's been a few years now. But um, Nell, one of the girls, she's she goes back to the house and gets killed apparently, but then she's in her brother's apartment, obviously as yes. a ghost. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I loved that last bit where she was just like in his face, and then opened the mouth and started screaming. And her face turned grey and her eyes went weird. And it was just like, but it lingered on her face. And I thought, that is brilliant. That's exactly mm. what I want. I want them chills up my spine. Yeah, yeah. From this. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm on board with it. It's, it's a really good start. So I'm looking forward to it. Did you see Bly Manor? No, I haven't seen that one either. So if I get this finished, I'll, I'll watch it this month. But I might save it for next year. <laughs> yeah, because... I loved Haunting a Hill House, but Bly Manor to me just felt, I think I said it was it was more felt like a love story or something like that. Mm. It didn't have what Hill House has, which is that creepiness, which is that, yeah, it, it's very, it's very clever. Very, very well done, Hill House is. I remember you saying about the background, things in the background, and I didn't see anything moving in the background. You don't yeah. see, it, it's... It's not that you see them moving, but they change position without you realising it. Right. And I just think that that's so nice little treat that because they'll they might walk past a statue which is facing one way, and then the next camera angle the statue's facing the other way, and it's like, oh, that's clever. And it's so <laughs> subtle. Yeah. And and as I said ages ago it's not a spoily moment it doesn't wreck anything it doesn't add to anything but it just makes you shiver which is yeah. brilliant which is what you said you know I, I love things that do that without and they're not in your face just yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable and like you're thinking the characters didn't see that and also you go into the if you sit and watching it with anyone you say to them was did that has that moved from the last shot and you're thinking you're doubting <laughs> yourself because the, I noticed in like the first couple of scenes where it's in the kid's bedroom and she's complaining that the, was it the, the lady with the crooked neck or whatever it is, yeah, she's, yeah. she's there. And through the door, there is a statue you can see. So I was thinking, 
And it was a very wide shot as well, because it, it's a very unusual shot. And I thought, oh, so maybe that statue is going to move. But then I, di- I didn't see it move. But what I did notice is that when they went to the outside point of view, mm. it felt like it was the statue's point of view. Mm. So it's really thinking, well done, isn't okay. it? Yeah, it's very, very. Don't clever. say any more in case I don't want to spoil it for myself. But yeah, I was like, oh, this, this is good. This you can tell it's good. It's been done with thought. A lot of thought's yeah. gone into it. Really well done. Yeah. So, but on, on the back of that, I started Midnight Mass, which was it Lee who mentioned that a couple of um, couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And that's got a couple of the cast in it. Um, it's. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the third in the se- in the series, if you like, but um, yeah, there's a couple of the cast in it. It's it's intriguing. It's very unusual. It's very very weird. You don't know where it's going to go. You don't know if they're going to take the religious thing. You don't know if it's about vampires. You don't know if it's about zombies. I'm f- three or four in, and I still don't know if it's <laughs> what it's all about. Um, but basically very small island um the original priest is sick or they say he's sick and there's a new young priest on the island and there's just something about him you don't know if he's good you don't know if he's bad um it's just that uncomfortable feeling there's there's no no real massive cliches in it um so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it and um, keep watching that. I'll keep watching that. I think James is a couple of couple of episodes ahead, yeah. and he's loving it as well. Lee liked it, Lee, which is why Lee's done hasn't he? Yeah. Say again. Lee's finished it, hasn't he? Oh, has he? Right. I think, so. I think I'm sure he has. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm sure he has. I mean, like he did like. Very very unusual, um, mm. and and that's what I like. It does keep you guessing. Um, and not not blood and guts, but yeah, it's it's a good watch. It reminds me a little bit of another one that Lee liked. I can't remember what it was called, but it was French and it was dubbed. Um, um, does that ring a bell with you? It does it could be anything? <laughs> can't remember um, if Lee the Kingdom Lee or something. No, 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 no. Um, no, can't remember. Oh, it. I'm not going to follow it. Oh, Go. I seen it then. It was in my head. It'll come back to me. If it's, we keep it's a talking, name. I'm sure it's, it's, I'm sure it's, it's got a name. Somebody's like, name. It's like definitely something, something like that. Um, Madeline. Madeline. Hey. Madeline. Is it Madeline? I was thinking Madeline, but that's just because it's my daughter, isn't it? That's true. But I don't think it it, it could have been. But I don't know. No. I have that no. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's that. That's one that we've done, and mm. we've also oh. We finished an American Horror Story. Um, oh, it started so well. I mean, you know I was a big fan of American Horror Stories, and I've talked yeah. about it over the last, what, 12, 18 months. And this one was called, my phone's not getting any um, blinking network at the moment, but That's this really one's nice. called My Roanoke Nightmare. So basically it's that the first half of it is kind of it's sort of based on a true story haunted house mm-hmm. um house in the middle of nowhere a couple take it on so it's it's familiar. <laughs> taking, it, yeah it, it's taking the view that it's a true story 
and that then actors are playing the part and then they are interviewing the real people. Right. And it's, it, that was quite good. So the actors are playing their parts and then it starts to get really strange. And we have not got, we finished it and we have not got a clue what happened. The <laughs> Sarah Paulson, Sarah Paulson is one of the actors in it. Um, and she's an English actress. I have no idea why. And it's an awful accent. But then she's American when she's not in character. And, and, and I just don't get what's going on. It just seemed to just go mental. But it started so well. Um, so, yeah, the first half of it is this re- reenacting of the, the nightmare. And then what happens is, is that they go back, all of them go back. So the cast and the real life people go back. And it's sort of like it's another TV show. And they're, they're all revisiting the haunted house. Cameras all over the place. And things start going weird again. And the next thing is they're being interviewed. People are getting murdered left, right and centre. And then the next thing is it's like, you know, the Comic-Con type fan thing where they've got the cast on a stage and the, the, the audience is asking questions. Then we're in that situation. I'm going, well, well, hang on a second. Is this after what's just happened? Because people are being convicted of murders by the police and then they're on the stage. And I, I'm really, really. But, but they just went stupid with it. Very, very disappointed by it. The best mm. one's been the very first season, but this this one, my Ro- Roanoke Nightmare, the Haunted House one, dreadful, really bad. It's yeah. a pity Al's not on because I know he's been watching some of them and I don't know if he's watched this one. Maybe, yeah. maybe I've missed something. I, fe- I felt like we missed a chunk, but I know we didn't. Um, and it, all it was is Sarah Paulson's character, the, the awful accent she just kept going oh bloody hell oh bloody hell oh my god oh my god because that's what all english people say when they're frightened we do. Uh, yeah. and they were going around holding their mobiles constantly recording yet they're being people are being murdered around them and it's like oh i'm going to carry on recording with my phone really really bizarre yeah it sounds so, like it's, is it like is it like a show within a show within a show I don't know. I think a show within a show within a show. You got it. Yeah, yeah. But but and then you've got like this Big Brother atmosphere as well. I think they were trying to overcomplicate it and and it really didn't work. Mm. But I, I hope the next one, which I think is the American election one, where Donald Trump gets Donald Trump's going for the president's presidency. I think. Um, I, I don't even know whether to bother, but I just felt like that was another four hours of my life. At the end, the first half was good, and then the second half, ten episodes, thank God, um, <laughs> not more. Um, I just again thought this is rubbish, and I, I would have quite happily just said no, turn it off. I'm not investing any more time in this, yeah. and watch something better, which I'll come on to in a minute once you've told me what else you've been watching. Well, that American Horror Story, it does, it does seem like, I haven't watched it, but it does seem like every series is its own little thing. So if you don't like one series, yeah. you can still watch yeah. it and still get something out of an, a future series, which is it's an anthology, isn't it? Which is quite good. It's one of them I've, yes. I've never got around to watching it, it, but I do want to watch it. They're all on Disney+. Plus. best one's the first one, then the hospital one, the, the, the asylum one. 
And then the others are, but this is definitely the worst one. Definitely. Yeah. And what series is this? Like four, did you say? I think it's series. about five, six. Yeah. yeah. Must be about six. Mm. So, okay, okay. Right, well, my next one, it's it's a bit of a strange one. I only watched it last night because I was waiting for Lorna to go to sleep so I could watch Hill House. Because she, she does not want to watch it at all. And I, I can understand because it's a little bit scary. But um, mm. just while I was waiting for her to fall asleep, I watched um, Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. Now, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Um, oh, and right. it's basically a clip show of clichés in movies. Which I thought, oh, it sounds great. You know, like, you know, um, we talked before about Halloween. Like, they mentioned about that where it's always the last woman standing. It's like a horror, mm. horror trope, isn't it? Or cliche. Um, things like that. And I watched it. And then they talk about a couple of films. And this cliche, that's in two or three films. And they jump to a different cliche, which is in two or three films. And it's like, well, is it really a cliche if they're only showing it in two films? Or do you only mention one mm. film? It's like, it didn't, it didn't, it felt like they've had this great idea of all these cliches yeah. in films, but then it's like, oh, we just want to pack it into an hour, so we'll just show a few clips, have a few people talking heads, and then do another clip. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it was, it wasted an hour. Rob Lowe was quite <laughs> funny, he's like the presenter, but I can't really recommend it. It wasn't, it was, it was something to have on in the background. If you like films, it's all right. But I wouldn't bother watching this. I'd go and watch Mark Mode series, which is absolutely fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah. What was it? Secrets of Cinema, which is on BBC yeah. Player. That is brilliant. That actually that goes good. into depth about not 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 just cliches, but the tropes that you have in certain films, in a certain like heist films or love rom coms and things like that. You know, like what you want from the films, and they talk about them in depth. And it's a well better series than than that can ever yeah. be. Um, there's another good one which is where they focus on actors I think we've brought it up again and it's like four people around a table with like a sherry glass or a brandy and they're talking very very highbrow but I, I liked that um, going through films of a certain actor I remember they did Gene Hackman and it was it was really really good yeah what was that on was that like on the telly or I think I've got a feeling BBC Four, or it could have been Sky Arts, um, just on Freeview. Yeah. So, um, and it, it's usually sort of like it'd be Cary Grant, not uncovered, but Cary Grant something. Yeah. Um, like like taken apart type of, uh, whatever the word would be for that, exposed or not exposed, because that sounds bad, doesn't it? Exposed. It wasn't a negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going through all their films and their highlights and where they rose to fame and things like that. It's a good hour or so. Um, very, very good, though. Um, and, you, you, you know, it, it's dumb. I, I didn't recognise the, the people presenting it, though, but that was a good one. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Let's keep an eye out for it. But, yeah, like, the last, yeah. last two things I will mention, this is me done then, is been watching Married to Fair Sight still. Um, I know it's trash <laughs> TV, but it is so compelling, and it's so weird. Like how how these people could be married and in this situation, and like mm. sort of act like, they're not really married, I know, but like they're acting like they're married, and it's it's so it's so strange. And then they're talking about their 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 commitments and their like hang ups that they've got, and yeah, it's but it's but it's really good. It's, it's recommended. Um, and then last night we started the new series of Taskmaster. 
which is just brilliant. If, if not the best show on telly, one of the best shows on telly. Yeah. Um, so we only watched the first half yet. Uh, but yeah, really good. Like they've they done an activity where they had to throw a ball at Alex, but Alex has got a thing on his head where he can see he can see what the contestant can see. So he's but he can't hide or anything, but he can he can walk around and he's just walking away from them and he just goes around the corner and can they can they can see him and they start chasing him, but then he just walks the other way and, and they can't catch him. And it's such a simple game, <laughs> but it was so yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, just brilliant. Greg Davies is absolutely outstanding. Yeah, love him. Have you have you seen him on his? He's done I think three live shows, stand up shows. Um, I've seen one of his early ones. Yeah, I, I love them. I love them. And then yeah. I've mentioned in Man Down where in in his live show where he talks about some of the kids, some of his pupils um, that he's been involved in, and then in Man Down he brings them to life. You actually see what he <laughs> perceives them to be like. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just brilliant. I did, uh, I did, did start you get, watching Man... Oh, you sorry. did, yeah. yeah I was I did just going to say, watching it. get any more. I didn't watch any more. I started watching something else, but it was. I did enjoy it. It's just like I just stopped watching it. So it's, it's one of them I will stick on. But I think for the next month, I'm watching Hill House, and I'm going to start yeah. Ash versus the Evil Dead, because yeah. there's three series of that, and I've wanted to watch it for ages, and it's Halloween, mm. and they're only half an hour long. I was like, Perfect. That is perfect. I'll yeah, watch Hill House. You watch mean. that. You can box it off, you know, this month. Yeah. Have you got any more? It, yeah, just one more. Um, we've been dipping in and out of community as well, which is just to keep on top of that, because I don't want to watch it and not pay attention because I really like it. I want to watch it and absorb it. But like they say, it, it's it's 20, 25 minutes tops, which is brilliant. But as a regular thing, as a new one that we're watching, um, everybody's talking about Squid Game, of course. Yeah. You started watching it? Um, which, yeah, yeah, we're up to about the third or fourth one. Um, typical me, we are in the middle, literally, of the fourth episode, I think. And it's pretty much, it doesn't half remind me of Battle, is it Battle Royale? Mm-hmm. Where you got all the kids just going over to an island and they just kill each other. Um, there's all these strange, strange playground games that these participants have to play and if they if they fail they get killed <laughs> it's as simple as that but it's pretty bloody it's gruesome there's lots of little subplots going on um the participants are basically people who are in debt massively in debt um and they've agreed to play these games so that they've waived their right you know to well, pretty much everything. But yeah. what they're starting to figure out is once people are eliminated, the prize money goes up and up and up and up. And then what's just happened is that there's, there's been a brawl amongst all of these participants and one person dies and the money goes up and they think, hey, we've just not played a game. The money's gone up. So um, they're talking about having a fight at night <laughs> and of course the money's going to go up and there's going to be less participants and they don't have to play any of the games. Um, but it's 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 one of those really weird one-off things that it, it's a little bit like what I said before about Midnight Mass. It's just intriguing and I think that that's what that they need to do these days. They need to grab you by something that's new and fresh and the whole the whole way it's shot um 
it's bizarre it's really really strange um and the music the music's brilliant music in it as well not just the original music that's been written for it but the use of classical music like the breakfast music um some some horn concerto i should know because i've played it um and then the going to bed music and the eating music it's all the same stuff but it's so strange that they've got this music playing to that and so the games when you when you say like the breakfast music or going to bed is that like when that music plays they, they got to go to bed or whatever is that what it works or no, it's just playing in the background as they have to, uh, as the, their breakfast time is. So oh, it's not right, like I a big, um, But the games, everything's very, very brightly coloured and vivid and big. They're in a playground for the second game, and there's this huge slide and there's a massive merry-go-round. Um, and at the in the first game, there's a giant robot that does uh, red light, green light, which is basically a little bit basically a version of what we would have played as kids where you got mm. somebody facing a wall and then that you, you've got to tag them on the shoulder or something like that and if they turn around and they see you moving you're out uh, except that they get shot but it's this like it's like a, this doll that's about four stories high which turns around and it's got cameras for eyes and it's scanning them it's nuts but <laughs> yeah it's absolutely crazy yeah um, it sounds mad everyone's talking about it aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, gonna keep that going because it's just it's fresh and original which is what yeah. i like brilliant so that that's uh, the main things that we've been doing this year this week yeah um, excellent all right well i think i'm all done you're all done yes yeah excellent well thanks listen everybody really appreciate all the listens and anything you can do to share our our podcast on facebook instagram or twitter would be much appreciated get everyone listening that's what we want really we want more listens um if you want to do contact we are on all them socials i'm going to email us we're at chatandflicks at hotmail.com and our next episode any ideas what's going to be richard because i haven't is it going to be forrest gump well we need to do forrest gump but we were talking about sequels or, or things that remakes that remakes. should never have been remade. Uh, which one's better? So, for example, the Italian job, but that's not really a remake. So what we're going to try and do is try and keep to a, a proper remake as opposed to a um, spiritual sequel that's sort of okay. called. Like, the Italian job is not the same characters, but you will get certain films where, where like True Grit, True Grit, for example, um, remake, obviously yeah. starred John Wayne, in the in the 60s 50s don't know and then it was remade with i can, I can see, see his face jeff bridges, is, it? <laughs> is it um is it who jeff bridges it could be yes yes exactly um so a brilliant example there of both films i've not watched but yeah and also <laughs> films that could never ever ever be remade Why so for example, Psycho, you know, the oh no, they've already done it, haven't they? Oh. That was word for word, wasn't it? That one as well, shot, shot for shot. shot. I, I, sorry, I forgot to mention, there was a documentary on BBC the other night. And I caught the end, of, I caught like the second half of it, and it was about Psycho, it was about the shower scene in Psycho. I've just been trying to find what it was called, but I couldn't find it. But um, yeah, it was a really good documentary, but they mentioned that in it anyway. Mm. Yeah. Right, okay, brilliant. Well, thanks, Richard, always a pleasure. Take care, everyone. See you yeah. soon. Bye-bye.
Bye.